Hello everyone and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I'm your host, Ellie Hope Collins, and I'm glad that you're here. It's on this podcast that we talk about active and practical ways that we step into healing because Jesus has already extended everything to us. And sometimes he's inviting us to step in and receive that for ourselves. I am having a um, kind of a fun bonus episode. Bonus. <laughs> Last week I announced that I was done with the episode with my um, now husband. Oh, she's never done. <laughs> Definitely never done with you, my love. <laughs> but we realized that there was one episode that we really wanted to do, and Austin convinced me. It took a lot of convincing. It really didn't. I just kind of said it, and you're like, yeah, that's a great idea. And uh, here we are. We're recording it, and we're doing it. So it's a pleasure. Welcome to the podcast again, Austin Collins. Oh, thanks, Ellie Collins. Ooh. Thank you. Yeah, I'm still not used to the name. It's crazy. If you're new to the podcast, um, I and Austin just got married um, about two weeks ago. No, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Austin and I. There there we go. I was going to say I got married and then I wanted to include you in that, but you know what I mean. You don't have to explain. (laughs) We just got married three weeks ago. Three weeks. Which is wild. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. And both of us are divorced and, um, you know, we are navigating and we navigated a lot of kind of confusing times in in our dating relationship, um, as well as personally with healing from divorce. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we talked a lot about that in previous episodes of what that was like for us getting independently restored with the Lord before we came together as a couple. Yeah. Um, but the foundation that was built in our relationship together, we wanted to talk about in the way that God spoke to us both about, um, about our future spouses and God, God's voice was pretty clear in our relationship. And this could be a little bit of a controversial topic. I think for some maybe (laughs) of God kind of like, I don't believe that God like predestines a um, a spouse for everybody. Right. I don't think that there is such a thing as a soulmate or that God controls yeah. anything. But the Lord does have plans for our life. Just right. like it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Yeah. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Mm-hmm. God is a plan, right? Right. And he wants to communicate that. And we have a choice in that plan as well. And with that often means relationships. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be digging into today. I don't know. I think that was a yeah, that was pretty good. I, good intro to this, hopefully. So. It's kind of like, there's just a question out there, like, is there the one for me? You know, is there like one person that yeah. I'm meant to marry? Or, you know, is there a soulmate, like you said? Um, does does God have one person for me? Like, how like how do you answer that? And, and so kind of for, for us, just talking about our process and how we came to find or decide um, that like, wait, um, I'm going to, like, I'm going to marry you. Yeah. You know, (laughs) that's a big, (laughs) huge choice. So, like, what is the process from going from meeting someone to deciding you're going to marry them? Yeah. um, So, yeah, I think there's a a lot of question around Mm -hmm. that topic, I think. Yeah. Um, And I think just our journeys can be insightful to some people. And we both have very different journeys, but... um, yeah. 
but both of us have a foundation of hearing from the Lord. And in that way, I mm-hmm. think that it is really important to include God in your dating relationship. Yeah, include true. God and ask better. him ask him about what he wants. Like we can make yeah. a we can make a list till the cows come home about what yeah. we want in our future spouse. But asking God, what do you want? Right. And include him in your dating process. And that's something that we did. And and then even that happened beforehand before we started dating each other. But also right. in the same way, um, we resisted some of those words <laughs> sometimes really to the Lord. We asked for it and then we're like, no. And, <laughs> no. and that's okay because we all have choices in this life. And thank the Lord for free will that we're not robots. But yeah. we are going to talk about those words that God gave us. And um, yeah. Just the process. Just the process that that was for us. Yeah. Definitely. Why don't you start? Like, so, so the question is, how do we get from point A when we met to point B? Like you, you realize, wait, I'm, I'm going to marry this dude. Yeah. Like this, this is the guy that I'm going to be with for my life. And you've decided it. Like, what does the process look like (laughs) from when you met me? How were you feeling when you met me? Like, what was the process? Yeah. So, in this, I'm going to say a, a few things and a few pretty personal um, encounters with the Lord that, and like I said, are a little are personal. But mm-hmm. um, and, and there's a reason that I haven't talked about it publicly before because, you know, there was we were still like waiting to get married, you know, so I didn't yeah. necessarily talk about it. Um, but as we've talked about in previous podcast episodes. Shortly after my divorce was final, um, Austin and I were set up together. Um, it was just like, hey, you guys could work or you could just be friends, whatever. And um, we saw each other for a few months, broke up, mm-hmm. and then um, came back together. And then we dated for a couple months, and then we broke up for a year. And yep. then we got together for an entire year. So it was an as they say, on again, off again, relationship. And kind now we're of. married, which sounds like terrible. <laughs> we it's, had an on, on again, again, off again. <laughs> but we're not off we're again. We're not turning off. Never. No. Um, so that's a little bit of the context of the timeline of the relationship. So I'm going to share um, what that was for me. After my divorce, I was so excited to be single. And I was not looking to date anybody. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just excited to do my own thing and you know, see what happens basically. Okay. So I was looking forward to that. <laughs> and um, but I actually had a very vivid dream. Now the Lord has spoken to me pretty clearly in dreams um, since I was pretty young. And um, and I can I can tell when it's a little bit more spiritual, I would say. I don't know. I think it's just discernment and mm-hmm. um, just kind of tell when when something's a little bit more like the Lord speaking to me because um, everything's a little bit more heightened, I would say. Um, but I had this dream where I was in this house and I was, I saw in my house, I saw a jacket and it was like this very specific jacket that I saw. And in my dream, I remember thinking, okay, that is a hot man's jacket. 
And I don't remember why. <laughs> like what made this like... Hot person wears that jacket. Yeah, like a hot guy wears this jacket. <laughs> um, but um, when... I, I just knew at that time too, um, in the dream, fear rose up in me. And I, and I knew, okay, there's a man in my house. And I was like afraid. So I started looking around in my house for this guy, for this hot guy that was in my that was in my house. Um, the house was in the middle of nowhere in on a farm, and um, like nobody was around. So I was looking around for this for this guy, and I turn around in my dream, and there was a man standing there with a very comforting um, smile on his face, and he was very reassuring knowing that I was afraid and giving me a lot of reassurance in the fear and he was walking towards me and then I woke up but I was very afraid and I remember waking up like very afraid in my from my dream (laughs) like oh my gosh what's going on there was like this guy but it felt very safe but I was really afraid yeah and in I, I ended up talking to my therapist about that. Like, what does that mean, you know, in my subconscious? Because I understand dreams, just kind of what, what's going on subconsciously. But I also believe that the Lord speaks through that. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and I just realized that there was a lot of fear in commitment for me. There was obviously based yeah. on what I had gone of through. And, um, and there was just a lot in that dream that the Lord was revealing to me about fear. And um, as somebody who wants to just like, squash fear and never let fear hold me back Mm -hmm. I was like okay I don't know what this means but um we're just gonna I'm gonna keep that in the forefront of my mind I guess and a couple days after I had that dream I got this message from Natasha who was saying hey I want you to meet my nephew yes so this was the setup it was just a couple days after I had this dream crazy and that was a crazy experience because the minute I got that message, that same fear rose up in my heart yeah. about that I had in the dream of like, mm. oh my gosh, whoa, this is really scary. I don't want to. So I, <laughs> I freaked out and then I stopped and I was like, okay, wait a minute. Lord, you just warned me about this. You just warned me about this fear that I, that I, I don't want to let fear hinder me from anything. So. Mm-hmm. I and I also saw your photo and I was like, well, that's a hot guy. Does he have a jacket like the one that I saw? Who knows? So, um, so then I ended up saying, sure, you can give this guy my number, yeah, and wow. we hit it off really well on the phone. And um, so it was a really profound experience. I was like, is this the guy in the dream? I was yeah. trying to figure that out all the time. Like, are you right. the guy that was am in I, my dream? Am I the one? And. And are you the one that gave will give me this like comforting, reassuring yeah, feeling right. when I'm afraid? Yeah. And so I was looking for that too. Mm-hmm. I was looking for that comfort when I was feeling like, you know, fearful. Right. And when we met in person, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this this probably isn't it then, because I was looking for that reassurance like. It's going to be okay. Right. Uh, I'm on your team mm-hmm. kind of look. And I wasn't seeing that right away. Right. Um, and I'm also an impatient person. So I was expecting <laughs> it right away. <laughs> so um, 
so then, you know, like I, like we had mentioned before, we broke up. And um, for a couple months when we were apart from each other, I was, you know, doing well, working on myself, um, had quit my, I had quit my job, um, started working again for a photography company um, that I started and um, just, and I, I was started uh, blogging at that time too, started Hope Reclaimed. And yeah. so, so I was doing a lot of things for this ministry as well. But one day, <laughs> this is, this is, I hope this isn't getting too long or like boring for people, but, You're good. um, but I was in, um, I was in a, a prayer worship time at, at our church, um, or my, it was my church at the time you go there now. Um, but I was there and I was worshiping and just reading my Bible and, um, and I, I had been studying at the time, the book of Jonah, which mm-hmm. is still, I just love that book. I love yeah. the character of Jonah and the, um, yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole other topic, but I love the book of Jonah and I was reading that and, and I was asking the Lord, what are the areas I was asking him to reveal to me areas of inconsistency hmm. that, um, and, and asking the Lord to reveal those areas to me through my circumstances, which is essentially the book of Jonah. Yeah. Yeah. All of the circumstances reveal Jonah's inconsistencies and kind of his, his, you know, his, uh, humanity, um, and his need for God. Um, and at that same time, all of a sudden I had this sense and impression from God. It wasn't like the words, you know, I didn't hear anything in the clouds or anything like that, but I just had this impression that I needed to pray for my husband that Mm. he would come and he would come now. And I got, I got freaked out just (laughs) like I did in the dream. (laughs) You seeing a pattern here? Ellie deals with fear sometimes. (laughs) And I, I, I freaked out. I was like, I can't pray this. I'm really excited to be single. I don't want, I don't want to pray this. It's a weird thing to pray. I don't want to, I don't want to pray this. So I couldn't, but I was also realizing that there was something in my heart that needed to be worked out. I was like, what, I don't know what this is, but there's a blockage here. Right. So I ended up getting some prayer about that. And the next day I spent my quiet time with God. I love waking up early and reading the word and journaling a lot. I journal a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a box of journals <laughs> that I just dump information and stuff in. And um, and I, I was like, God, I don't know what is blocking me to pray this, but I just still feel this impression that I need to pray this. Yeah. So I just, I remember I wrote in my journal, I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to do it. And, you know, I just pray God that my husband will come and he'll come now. And right. an hour later, you texted me from Alexandria. Yes. And you asked me out on a date. We had been broken Crazy. up for two months. Yeah. And... An hour after I prayed that my husband will come and he'll come now, you texted me. And I nearly dropped my phone. I was like, oh my word. Crazy. <laughs> this this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I I think I texted you back and I was like, yes. You I don't did. even you remember did, what you I did said. Pretty much almost right away, I remember. Um so I'm th- I'm seeing a theme then. I'm seeing like, okay, so 
you, but that's praying, like crazy, you're, right? You're, like, of course, it's that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So you, I just I'm seeing a theme. You, you're going to the Lord. So I commend you for that. You're you're turning, Lord. Like, okay, God, if you have a dream, man, you have profound dreams. I have the weirdest dreams that don't make any <laughs> sense, and I don't. I don't think it's God anyways. And that's okay. Yeah. The Lord doesn't speak to you that way. Either way, you're praying and you turn to the Lord, whether it's a dream or whatever it is, or whether, an whether it's a thought that comes up and brings fear. Yeah. And in, in both of those situations, you turn to the Lord and he kind of showed you an area where you're weak, maybe. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So he, t- he showed you an area where you're weak and then like kind of came through with whatever the prayer was or whatever was going on. So he shows you an area where you're weak saying, you know, maybe we should work on this or trust me in this. Yeah. Whatever whatever it looks like. And then came through in the answer to prayer or the um, answer to this dream thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. So how did you uh, just process like the fear and... Um, yeah, the fear after, so a lot of, well, I wouldn't say a lot of fear left. The fear shifted, I guess, after I prayed that because almost immediately after that, I was like, this is my husband. Okay. And it wasn't even like, oh my gosh, I have such romantic feelings for him. He is my husband. It was like, this is a man. I'm going to partner with this person. Yeah. And it like wasn't really romantic. It was yeah, more like totally logistical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just knew. And and, and even person. so that that I don't know if it was that day or the day after we had talked on the uh, or we had texted, mm-hmm. but we ended up going on a date. And I remember thinking like even when I got ready, yeah. I was like, I'm going to go on a date with my husband. Wow. And this was this is like two years ago, you guys. Super early on. <laughs> so super like, early on, but I was like, I was pretty certain. Yeah. And um, and I just I I would continue to get words from the Lord about being patient, yeah. about being steadfast in myself mm-hmm. with God, even though our relationship was hard and it was confusing because like super the confusing. sparks were not flying. They were not with there. Us. Yeah. The the chemistry wasn't there. The, right. Um, it was just nothing like I imagined it would be. Yeah, right. The and second yet, time and around. And yet you're thinking like, but I'm pretty sure this is my partner. It was. At the same time. Yeah. It was like, okay, God, how, I, you're going to work it out. And um, and then we broke up. And second time. Yeah. And so, so for two months, I had kind of believed that this was my husband. But then when you broke up with me, mm-hmm. when this relationship ended, I was seeing that as, okay, Austin has a choice, even if this is what God has. If like, if we are, quote, soulmates, which I don't believe in soulmates, like I said before, but even if we were, mm-hmm. we still have choices. Sure. And I believed that, okay, I have a choice in this relationship and choosing it or not and so do i and so does austin Mm -hmm. because we have free will and i i saw this as austin didn't choose it right and and he didn't choose me Mm -hmm. and 
And so that was that was super, super hard. Yeah. Um, so healing from that breakup was significant and super challenging because of all of the words that God had given me. So yeah. it wasn't even as much healing from our relationship as it was healing right. with my relationship with God. Yeah. Hey guys, it's me, Ellie. I'm hopping on here really quick to let you know about some really exciting developments in Hope Reclaimed. Two things that I'm very excited to announce. First of all, the Hope Reclaimed community. I have created a new website specifically for the Reclaimed community, and it's kind of like a Facebook group, but it is just for this community. The newest feature in this community is that the site is now open for men as well. It's here that if you are healing from marital separation or divorce, there is hope in this community for you. You can talk about life updates, you can ask for prayer, you can reach out with resources. It's also there that we're going to be talking about the gatherings that we have for the Reclaimed community, whether that be in-person gatherings or virtual gatherings. So be sure that you go right now to log in to make an account on this website. You can find this at hopereclaimed.mykajabi. That is M-Y-K-A-J-A-B-I dot com, mykajabi. And there you will find a link where you can make an account. Now, the second very exciting announcement for Hope Reclaimed is that I have created an online course. Yes, an online course specifically for divorce healing. But this is an eight week long program that I've designed specifically for you to heal well from your divorce or marital separation. Each week, you will be able to reclaim a different area of your life. And you can take the course at your own speed. So it's not even going to take more than 45 minutes a week, but it it is so worth it. There's going to be video teachings and assessments created to make you think and draw you closer to God while you heal well from divorce. I am teaching this course as well as other experts in the field of psychology, pastoral ministry, and life coaching. And this course is built with this community in mind as well, the online reclaimed community. So you are going through this with other people. So right now we are in the pre-order stage. So only $75 will give you access this summer to the online course, the Hope Reclaimed Healing from Divorce online course. I'm very excited about this process and very excited about this product to release it to you guys. So if you head over to hopereclaimed.mykajabi.com, you will get access to this, hopereclaimed.mykajabi.com, and you can find more information about it. And of course, the link is in my show notes. All right. Enough of me talking. Let's go listen to me talking and Austin talking more about our relationship. I guess it started very similar with me too, but in, in different ways. Um, so we we start we met over the phone. We sort of got to know each other over the phone. There was a lot of chemistry in just mm-hmm. chatting together. Had great conversation. Um, and I just in getting to know you, I was like, this woman is really amazing. I am really um i'm kind of kind of just taken back this this person is wonderful and then thank you (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) it's true and then we met in person and it was just like a wall for me i was like there is nothing here 
I am not feeling any sparks. There's no chemistry. I'm just not feeling it. Like, what happened? And we sort of continue to hang out despite that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, and kind of similar to you, um, I'm not seeing the things that I want. But I feel like there's something, there was like something inside of me that's like, that's like this this person is like really amazing. And there's something significant about like her to me. And I just couldn't put my finger on that. Because really, I, I could see that in the background. This person is significant. But really, in the foreground, like right in front of me, all I'm seeing is et cetera, things like that. Yeah. Um, and that was super hard. Like, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Uh, it's like, okay, well, if we're not clicking, then we must not be it. But at the same time, I'm feeling like, okay, what's going on here? And I remember one time um, we were hanging out, still wasn't feeling it. I was like, I just, this isn't probably right. And at this voice intruded in my mind and said, that's your wife. Like, and I was like, oh, hmm? <laughs> and I just said, and I said, it's what I call table that God. So yeah. I said, Lord, if that's you, I'm going to table that because yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me right now. Mm-hmm. I am not feeling it, not feeling attracted, not feeling the chemistry. feels like our personalities are like opposite. Yeah. We have different and not interests. In the, not in the good way. Not in the good way. It's yeah. not complimentary. It's like yeah. butting heads. And I'm just like, Lord, I don't, that, I don't, that couldn't have been me. I'll tell you that. So like whose <laughs> voice is that right now? I don't know, but we're going to table that thought. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just going to put that over here in the side of my mind and just kind of keep going. And basically, things kind of kept on that way and just wasn't feeling it. And so, kind of like you said, the second time I ended up breaking things off. And I remember telling you before I broke things off because I still felt like there was something significant about yeah. you. But I didn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. And then but, I, but I want to interject too because you, because you texted me. To yeah. go out again because mm-hmm. because of that, yeah, because it was like kind of persistent. So, yeah, because yeah. those just emotions, like there's something significant about this person, and I do really care about her, and, and who she is is frankly amazing. But I'm just I couldn't get around the the lack of connection yeah. and the lack of um, which which honestly is a good thing I think because like yeah we we need to have you need a connection that. you, you have need, to have it you, you have to, to have it but just like you know like you just like juggling these two things yeah. and like trying to decide how to proceed was yeah. hard and so, so at that hard. time I decided to break things off and I remember um, I remember telling you um, like I, ref- I referred to Acts five so in Acts five there's like um, Jesus's disciples um, are mm-hmm. kind of causing a ruckus, let's say, and people are trying to decide what to do with them. And this um, wiser man stands up, this priest stands up, and he says, "You know, if if they if these people um, aren't from God, um, aren't serving God, then it's just going to fall apart on its own. Let's just yeah. leave them alone. But if they are from God," You're going to find yourself fighting against God if you come against them. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to stop them. Yeah. And so that's basically what I said. I said, if this relationship is of God, mm-hmm. if this is what he wants, we're not going to be able to stop it. Yeah. And he's going to bring us back together. But if it's not, things are going to fall apart on its own and he's going to take care of us. And that's how I left things. And I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's how I left things. And... I remember saying that that was like what that was like the last thing that I said and 
Um, it was really hard. Yeah, I didn't hear it because you had just broken up with me. So yeah, I'm sorry. It was hard. It was super hard. Yeah, of course. It's super course. hard for, yeah, yeah, a lot of reasons. But so that's kind of where I was, and then yeah. so then we're apart for a full year. We're not dating. So I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're doing. <clears throat> the first several months, I was just like, I'm just gonna do me. I, I moved. Ended up getting a different job. In the Twin Cities. In the Twin Cities. In the same place. You started going to my church. Started going to her church. So, so we, you did ex-girlfriend of... in the church, <laughs> and it was crazy because I still didn't feel like chemistry right with you. But yeah. every time that I saw you in the church. It was probably like three or four times in that year. I swear my heart would like stop. And it I would was be more like, than that. I don't know. Four, probably not too much more. Five times. Well, I saw you. I don't think then. it was it was too many times that I can remember. But when I either way, when I saw you, my heart like stopped, and there was something just so significant about you. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get around it. But at the same time, those feelings of like connection and like just what you initially expect to feel when you meet someone yeah. that you're going to be with, they just weren't there. And so I'm like, God, what is going on? Mm-hmm. You know, like what's happening? And and it, was, it was very similar for me too, but I was reading that as, okay, I'm not over him yet. Yeah. And yeah, and I would, I'd, I would be hurting when I would see you. Yeah, yeah, I, I felt I felt that too. I felt some of that too for sure. And then there, there came a night, there came a day when, well, actually, there were several times I would be praying in that year, particularly mm-hmm. at in the beginning of twenty eighteen. Is that one? No, beginning of beginning of twenty nineteen, beginning of last year, I guess. Yeah, you're right. At the very beginning of that year, I'd be praying, just spending my time with the Lord, and He would. Like, you would just pop into my mind. Yeah. I wouldn't even be thinking about you. I'd be thinking about something else. And all of a sudden, you pop into my mind. And there was a couple times it just felt so strongly. And I was like, God, if this, if she's not the one, you have to take her out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm sure, I, I am sure now, of course. <laughs> but then I was, I was also, I was like, this must be God just sharing yeah. me. And I actually wrote down in my journal, like, pretty sure the Lord just showed me that I'm going to marry this woman. But Crazy. it's not it's not the time yet. It's not the right time to reach out. And I knew that for whatever reason. I knew it wasn't yeah. time. And so I didn't reach out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that was a lot of that year. But yeah. how was how was that year for you, the year that we were apart? What, what were you doing? Yeah, I, I had had other relationships. So I was dating. And um, I would compare. I mean, I don't want to say Ooh, compare. Ouch. All of them. But, but I, I would be look, I was looking for a connection with somebody. Um, I was looking for, um, the reassurance that I saw in the dream. Mm -hmm. I was looking for, um, for somebody to choose me. I was looking for fun. Um, but ultimately the biggest thing that I was looking for was a spiritual connection like we had because I'd yeah. never had that before. Yeah. And it is the best thing on the planet. We had that. So I was looking for that ultimately. And um, and I felt kind of picky with some guys, and but it, no, nothing just lived up to it. And, um, and that was probably a good thing. <laughs> um, 
but I had a couple dreams about you as well. Um, I had some kind of impressions there, but I had felt that as, um, and I, I think, I think kind of looking back, um, there was still some, um, fear in me about, Mm. about you and about trusting God with this thing in my life and like trusting him with, um, with all of it. And that's, it's really scary. It's It's super scary. Trust your heart with God is a hard thing. Yes. Because I'd been hurt before and I just did not want that to happen again. So it was super challenging, but yeah. Well, as at the end of that year, uh, a pivotal night for me was um, a Sunday night when I went to church Mm-hmm. And the pastor starts preaching and she starts telling the story about sh- how she met her husband and how when he walked in the room, when she first met him, he, she didn't feel anything. And the Lord said, that's your husband. And she's like, no, like this is, I am not attracted to this person. Like this person is not, definitely not. So, so the Lord, the Lord is speaking to her constantly about him. And she ends up saying either, either I'm crazy or god is actually speaking to me mm-hmm. and i'm sitting there and i am just frozen solid into my chair she is telling me about my own life and like we're not even dating at this point no nope. you and i were broken up for like eight or nine i don't know 10 months 11 months 11 months that's a long time i don't know what you're doing you could have been dating someone i had no idea but she's like reading my mail she's telling me my story and how the Lord eventually turned things around and that truly was her husband. Now they're married, they have kids, and they're our pastors, right? Yeah. And so I'm sitting there just locked into my seat. And I go home and I am just like, God, this is like the 30th time <laughs> this has happened. I don't know. What am I supposed to do? I said, it wasn't time a month ago. You showed me that. Like, what is going on? And um, basically, it was within the next day or two. I prayed and I, f- I finally felt peace about reaching back out to you it after was the next a day. year. It was okay, the next so it was only day. it was only like a day. Yeah. So I reached back out and I was like, <laughs> "Hey, um, I would love to go on a date with you." <laughs> and yeah, you picked and up then the I'll phone. pick up that I'll I'll pick up there because. I was not prepared for that. There was no... She was living her life, seeing was, all the boys. I was not... I was. I had not prayed a prayer prior to that to expect that phone call. Yeah. Um, that caught me completely off guard. And um, yeah, it was really shocking. Yeah. And my initial response, was it fear? No. Well, maybe. But it was clouded in anger. Anger. Tell me, say more. You have to I say was more. angry. Because, and I don't know exactly why, but my response was, wow, you, you broke up with me. I knew that you're it, <laughs> basically. I didn't say this, yeah, yeah. but this was what, this was the, this was the feeling. I already knew. And so now you want, oh, now, now you you're want coming it. back. Now, oh. okay. So hmm. then like, all right, well prove it. Like prove it that you Let's want this. Let's see if you are the one. Hmm. okay (laughs) let's see all the things on the list that i have if you have them (laughs) and it was so much defensiveness and um you know because i had been i had been hurt by 
you know, in my previous marriage and I had been hurt by the ending yeah. of this relationship. It oh, caused a lot of hurt for me. Yeah. And um, <laughs> but my response was kind of mean. <laughs> Maybe, it was a mean. It Maybe was, not mean, it was just but felt it like was, a wall to me because I remember which, we met. Because it was. We met. At, we met at like outside. We were. I think, no, we shop. we sat inside. No, we sat outside. You're right. We sat outside. Five what? Is that where it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, we sat outside, and I'm talking to you. I'm just feeling like a wall, just nothing. I'm like, and of course, what's crazy is so I'm acting on what was like stirring inside of me for months. And I finally step out. And what I get is a brick wall. And not only a brick wall from you, but I still wasn't feeling the things I wanted to feel. I still wasn't feeling like yeah. like the chemistry yeah. that I was hoping to. And so it brought so much anxiety for me. So we left there. We parted. And we're like, yeah, this isn't going to work. And I left. And I remember driving home. And I'm like, I literally said this out loud. I was like, God, well, I tried. I stepped out, God. And immediately, that voice that, you know, kind of pushed in my mind initially that said, this is your wife, that same exact voice said, I'm not done. And I was like, God, are you kidding me? (laughs) I was like, I've been, I don't know how to, what to make of this because I'm not feeling it. She's clearly not feeling it. She just shut me down. I was, and I didn't feel, that was a closed door. I did not feel like I was totally shutting you down. I know, I know you said that. I didn't feel that way. Oh, but you did. I was, it was like, I like knocked on the door and then you opened it and like shut it again. (laughs) Because what, what had been, and, and that, and that goes off of the analogy that the Lord then showed me. Like, I thought that that door was closed. Mm hmm. I thought that the door was closed to you, that that door was over, like it's right. all done. It had been a year. But what I had noticed and what I had seen um, in some prayer and like, Lord, why am I so angry? <laughs> that I, I had actually, I was holding the door shut. Hmm. I was standing by the door holding it shut, yeah. not walking away. So then when that door became rattled, I was like, holy crap, what's going on? Because yeah. the door is shut and let me keep shutting it. Yeah. Um, but what was happening was the Lord was saying, well, what if we open this door? <laughs> so I had realized that I had not actually let go of the door and moved on. Yeah. I was still there. Right. Yeah. Wow. So really hard. And then, but what happened later on, only maybe a week later, a few days later, I don't know, you reached back out. To me, a couple days later. A couple yeah. days later, you reach back out and say, "Hey, let's pick it up again." Well, basically, well, I had right? said, I had said, "I'm sorry, I was angry for this." You know, yeah. Like I would, I, I feel bad, and mm-hmm. can we, can we try again? Like, try can we have again. a do-over, basically? And then I was like, "Man, I saw how you acted. You are, you are not ready for this." Yeah. <laughs> You're not ready for so this. So then you close the door again. So then I, and then we, anyways, we ended up kind <laughs> of like talking back and forth af- yeah, after I reached out. Yep. And then ended up dating. Mm-hmm. And what kind of pushed me over the edge, particularly in dating, even though still I'm not seeing the things I want to see. Yeah. I'm not feeling the butterflies in the puppy love like I did with all my other relationships. Yeah. So like what's crazy is in contrast to our relationship, all of my other relationships historically mm-hmm. started in puppy love slash lust. Yeah. Like just attraction 
and me having no idea of who the person really was. Our relationship, in contrast, started with us talking over the phone, me getting to know your heart, what you've been through, where you want to go, like who you are, and then not feeling any chemistry when we met. (laughs) And waiting for the chemistry to happen. And then like waiting, like, okay, there's something amazing about this woman. Like, what is going... Okay, so what pushed me over the edge, though, we were having a phone conversation one day, and I had been meeting with guys um, who were going through hard times, and they were asking me, some of them were through divorce. Yeah, and you, I think you, you, sh- you shared this on uh, a couple podcasts ago. Oh, did I? Yeah, but you can but share and, it again. And I was like... Just briefly. I didn't share like that about the context of this story, though. Okay, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, so I've been meeting with guys, and they've been asking me, like, when am I ready to date? And mm-hmm. I, was, I would say, like, you know, you're ready to date when you don't need to. Yeah. You don't need to date. The Lord is really, um, he has your heart. Yeah. You're satisfied in him. And now that I say that, you're right. I did share that. Yeah. Ago. <laughs> but, but I, I had been teaching that, right? Yeah. And then you came at me when we're on the phone and you said, Hey, just so you know, I don't need this. You said, these are, these are the words verbatim that you said. You said, I could take my oath of celibacy right now. Yep. And I was like, I, this is what I did. I took my, my phone into my hand and I put my hands up to the sky <laughs> and I looked at God and I was like, are you kidding me, God? And I like whispered that and I was like, and then I immediately I was like, we have to go on a date. <laughs> yeah. We and have I was to go like, on a where date. Where did that come from? Because you, you are just the person. Mm-hmm. You are just the person for me. I don't know why there isn't chemistry right yeah. now. Like, I don't feel attracted the way I want to. Yeah. And that was super hard and like yeah. so much in- like anxiety would come yeah. up because of that for me. So much anxiety. Just like wondering if I made a wrong decision, but you were just the person. And then we ended up dating and working through, like sticking in it, but it was really hard still. Yeah, like working was. through super hard stuff. And I think what this really boils down to is that, you know, there are times where God is really, really clear and we have a choice in that. And we get yeah. to choose how to respond. We get to choose whether to respond. Right. And in this case, there were words not just about each other, but also about how we deserve to be treated, about how God wants, what what he wants in our relationship. Yeah. And not all of that can be expected right away. Right. Where for us, we knew that God, of course, wants like, chemistry in our relationship totally for he me he wants somebody and he he was calling me to be with somebody who was comforting and who was reassuring in my fear and i didn't see that right away with yeah, you right um that that we would both have somebody who would choose us right and neither of us were really doing that neither of us were there you yeah. know we were obviously like not seeing other people at the time but um but there wasn't like that decisive you're you're it yeah for a while right and um and then and then also yeah i mean there's just there was just a number of those things that are really good things to have in a relationship obviously you need to have like chemistry with somebody yeah but for us we had the foundation of having a really strong spiritual connection we weren't waiting to see if that was going to happen no that was there that was there and that's we clicked that way so so cool I love that. Yeah, I think that's really good, babe. I think um, just to add to that, um, one thing that we, both of us, really learned a lot of in this time 
is how to trust God when a lot of other things didn't line up with what he seemed to be saying. So there's like voices in our head, right? There's the ones that are bringing anxiety. So I struggled with anxiety more than I had. I'd never struggled with anxiety in my past ever until I met you, which is crazy. Sorry. (laughs) But in our relationship, I was the most anxious and it, it was the worst. Yeah. And... So I'm I'm thinking like okay I'm not feeling the things I want to th- I want to feel, and I would be listening to that feeling yeah. more than I would be listening to like what God seemed to be right. saying, and so there were times when I would be trusting I wouldn't be trusting God, mm-hmm. I, I would be trusting in other things yeah. I'd be trusting in you know the waves uh, of like Peter yeah. walking on the water he's seeing the waves come up. And he gets he gets worried and he ends up sinking and of course Jesus comes and um, takes him by the hand and pulls yeah. him up. But that's that's really what the Lord did for me. I he's like come outside the boat and walk walk to me and I was like okay <laughs> and I'm like looking at the waves and as soon as I get outside the boat, man, I am sinking. And that was a lot of our relationship. Yeah. I just did not. There was something like I said so deep in me that was like this woman. It has the character that I want in a wife. I already knew. I knew since the first few weeks that I met you, you would be, you would make a wonderful wife. And I can never say that about any of my past relationships. Like this person would make a great wife. She is has the character. She is the kind of person I want to be with. Something so significant about you. But I wasn't feeling it. And like, yeah, how you navigate that? Yeah, is for me. It was really, really a struggle. So yeah and and you were there too with me in different ways and yeah so it was, it was tough it, it really was, was it was really tough it really but. was and the lord was so present in it too and for me what it really came down to was just deciding and taking that step of faith that yeah that this is the man that god has for me i don't see everything and right. this is really scary to commit myself to be with somebody. Yeah. And I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to take a step because, God, I trust you. There and I trust what you have said. And I trust that even if it doesn't work, if it fails, right. that you will take care of he me. He's faithful. That He's he is faithful. faithful. He's a good father. <laughs> that if I totally screw it up and it's not right, that, God, you're faithful. Yeah, that's really that good. That he works all things together for my good. Mm. And... And that's really what it took for me to just say, okay, there is a lot of anxiety around this relationship. There is a lot of things that aren't great. Right. Um, you know, we were so we we were working on a lot of conflict, <laughs> working yes, we on were. a lot of. Um, we were, we were we were both kind of ironing each other out in some ways, mm-hmm. and and a lot of that was really hard. And it was like, do we want to do this? Like, yeah. do we want this long term? Right. And that's a really important and big question Hmm. for anybody is this something that i can have long term because we don't need it yeah yeah i think i think really so to get from when we met to me deciding yeah you know what this is my wife is really i kind of had the same experience but we both had very very different weaknesses yeah and very different strengths but we really had to come to the same conclusion Okay, God, mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you. Yeah. I'm going to step out and I'm going to be fully in. I'm not going to have a foot in and a foot out. I'm going to be fully yeah. in. Because, so for me, 
I was, it was feeling like God was going to have me compromise. He was, I was going to, I was going to have like a second best. Okay. This is a good character, but I'm not going to feel the chemistry ever that right. I want. And so I was like, is that, that is not God. God actually, exactly. he has the deepest desires of my heart on his mind. He actually knows them better than I know them. Absolutely. And so, okay, God, I, I realize you know better than me. <laughs> you actually know better. He does. Yeah. You have you have better in mind than I do. Even the yeah. dreams that I want to live, the, the dreams that you have for me are even greater than that. And so I'm going to step out knowing that you don't have a second best. You actually have better in mind yeah. than what I've been looking for. Preach. And so when I finally started to give my heart to the Lord that way and say, okay, God, you have the best in mind for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why this isn't clicking. I don't know why I've been feeling all these different things that yeah. have been really giving me anxiety because I've been meditating on them, let me tell you. Um, I'm, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust that, you know, I'm going to trust you in the moment when I don't see yeah. That you have, that basically, that you have something better for me than I, than I, um, what's, what's a good way to say it? I had a good way to say it. You have. He knows what's, he moment. knows what's, what's best for us better than we know what's best for us. Maybe put it this way. I'm going to trust you, God, that I'm going to, I'm going to give up what looks good in the moment. To trust you, trust you, trusting you, knowing that you have something better for me yeah. in the long run. And so I gave up my position of, okay, I want chemistry. I want all these things right now. I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to trust you, God, knowing that you have something better for me. Mm-hmm. And man, on the other side of it, once we both took that step, like things really started to click. Mm-hmm. We were jiving. We were, we were connecting. Yeah. And now I'm only seeing more and more, even after we get married, like I'm only seeing more and more just the good plans Mm -hmm. that he had in mind for me all along. And good chemistry too. Good chemistry. (laughs) Clicking, we're having fun. We just want everyone to know that that's there, by the way. Oh, it's it's totally there. Yeah, it's totally there. No, it's it's been honestly just a ride seeing how just where I was and all the things that I was working through, sin, past hurt, all of these different things and how that really combined with the things you were working through (laughs) made it really hard to connect, really hard to have chemistry. But in trusting God and saying, you know what, because he wants to build a trust relationship with us. He wants us to trust him because he has has good plans for us. He has good things in mind. He's, He's not... He's not. He's a good father. He absolutely like, is. He's a good father. So, um, once we did that, I'm only seeing more and more of just yeah. all of those things that I was dreaming about. These yeah. deep desires of my heart revealed. Wow, this where I am right now. Thank you, God. This is actually really what I want. Like what I'm living out now is actually really yeah. what I want. And I am. I am so grateful to God for being patient with me in those times. Yeah. So grateful for you to be pa- being patient with me when I was not reassuring because I couldn't reassure myself. Right. I was like, I don't know where I am, but there's something significant about you, and I'm not feeling it <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Um, but thank God He has so good. been so patient with us. Yeah. Uh, so I think some takeaways from this for listeners is that is that God has good plans and he, yes, he wants does. to be a part of your dating 
process. He wants to be a part of your singleness. He wants to be a part yeah. of your marriage. And whatever, whatever your season, he has a plan for it. And he wants to communicate that. Yeah. And at the same time, we have a choice in it too. We That's get to good. choose to respond. And if it is too hard in your mind, like God, you know, the, the Bible does say God doesn't give us, what is, what is it? What's that verse? Um, if it is more we can carry. Yeah. God, get, God doesn't give God. us more than we can handle. He's not going to give us more than we can handle. And, and so even, you know, in this, we still, we have a choice to respond to the Lord. Yeah. And, um, and the, and each individual in it also has a choice to respond to the Lord. Right. So just go to the Lord Lord. and trust him. Be patient with yourself. Be patient in your process. And, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It reminds me quickly just of the story just of the rich man that I've talked with you so many mm-hmm. times about and how Jesus said, there's something that you lack to the rich man. And he said, give up your possessions. Yeah. And the rich man walked away sad. And Jesus said that out of love. That's out of sort of a phrase yeah. that's in that, um, in that passage. He said, he says he loved the man. And so he said, there's something you lack, give up your things. Yeah. And in the moment, the man like riches had that man's heart because he couldn't imagine something better than having right. everything. He couldn't even imagine that there was actually something better right. than the current state he was living in. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even imagine it. And yet Jesus didn't want to make him poor. He wanted to make him richer. Right. He actually wanted to bless him mm-hmm. and give him more. And so that was me. I was that man. I was the one. And Jesus said, hey, <laughs> here is here is a step up. I mean, Ellie, she is got hit all let me tell you she is the one (laughs) and i'm looking and i can't imagine something better than than what i've already sort of had in my mind and there were times i walked away like when we when we were dating the first time i would say that would be a time i was just like i'm not feeling it this is hard i know what's going on here but i i really believe he's he he just has such good things in mind so when things come up for us just in life, all the time, where it seems like we're, we're taking a second best yep. in being obedient to God. God's saying, I want you to be obedient in this way. I want you to give this up. I want you to give sin up. I want you to give this lifestyle up. Yeah. I want you to give this area, this area of your heart. I want you to trust me with this area. Yeah. It can feel like loss. Yeah. But we just need to be reminded he actually has good for us. Mm-hmm. He actually wants us to imagine there's something better than that thing that we're hanging on to. There's mm-hmm. actually something better than that. And we can have that instead and be like, wait a minute, this is what you were going to give me? This is way better. I will gladly give up my possessions to get what you have for me. And so (laughs) when the light bulb came on for me and I'm just seeing you like, Ella, you are my bride. I'm like, wow, God, you had this plan from the beginning. This is amazing. And so many times I couldn't see it. Thank you, God, for helping me to trust you. Give up what looks good in the moment to trust you that you have something better for me in the long run. He's a good father and he has good plans for us. He does. And he has good plans and good, amazing things for you, listeners. I love you. Thank you for listening. I love you, Austin. Thanks for being here. I am so glad that you guys are here. Please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with a friend. 
because we never know what people are going through. You can also find me on Instagram. I am at hope underscore reclaimed. And um, you guys heard the uh, the special announcement here too. So go hop on that. Um, Do it. <laughs> get involved and pre-order um, the online course, which is very, very exciting. Super I'm glad you guys exciting. are here. Thank you for being here. Remember, there is healing and there is redemption in Jesus. And there is always hope. Hope is my middle name. Preach. We'll see you next time.